Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Navigation Play podcast. My name is Molly Bishop, and I'm the owner of Navigation Play, a business dedicated to bringing more play to more people. I'm also a mom of three, a music therapist, and a former camp administrator who wants to come alongside you as you work and play with the children in your life. So today's episode is a simple tip for increasing creative play options in your home, and it only requires adding one thing to your play area, empty containers. When we talk about loose parts and child-led play, I know that sometimes parents end up with more questions than answers. So today's tip is a small and simple change you can do right away with little prep or thought. Empty containers are one category of loose parts that kids just love. Lots of different things can qualify as empty containers, but the main thing is to pair it with the other toys or loose parts that you're offering. An empty container can be a sour cream container, a bucket, an empty suitcase, a tub, a purse, a peanut butter jar, a small box, a zipper pouch, a divided craft bin, or any number of other things. If you're scooping in a sensory bin, or playing with Play-Doh or sand, smaller yogurt cartons that size are awesome. But in a general playroom area, you'll probably want to think along the lines of small bags, treasure boxes, tins, and larger containers. So why empty containers? First, let's take a look at younger children, our toddlers and preschoolers, even infants, and how they play. Toddlers love to fill, dump, move stuff around. A lot of the play that happens at this age fits into what we call schemas. Schemas are repeated actions or themes in a child's play. These schemas happen as children learn about how things function in the world around them. The trajectory schema, for example, explains why your infant goes through that phase where they throw everything off their high chair and throw everything out of the stroller. We all remember that stage, right? It felt like it would last forever. The same schema explains why a child likes to dump something and watch the items scatter. So I don't want to get into a whole lesson on schemas, but when you look at the different schemas, there's a lot of use of containers. There's the transporting schema, which involves moving things around in buckets and bags. The enveloping schema can involve watching things seem to disappear when put into a container. No matter how we qualify this play, there's no question that filling, dumping, carrying, and sorting are all important developmental stages, and our little ones don't need fancy toys to experience them. Just some balls or blocks and a few empty containers. As our children get older, they aren't playing through these same schemas anymore, but I can still pick out types of play that lend themselves well to having empty containers available. If you're pretending to go on a great adventure, you need something to hold your things. It doesn't matter if you're pretending to be a knight, a veterinarian, a princess, or a pirate. All those loose parts that help bring your play to life need a place. Children also like to have ways to make a space their own. Whether that's organizing their toys in a certain way, doing some sorting, or making a collection of special things. By giving them empty containers, we give them places to put these things and organize in their own way. Now the uses for empty containers go far beyond this, but hopefully this is enough to get your wheels turning. Maybe you have some containers lying around that you could add 
to your play space. Thank you so much for choosing to spend some time with me today. Until next time, get outside, have fun with the people you love, and make time for play in your life. Thanks, everyone.